Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. Eliza Sum, a digital news producer at the Herald Sun newspaper in Melbourne, Singaporean who is living there. Eliza, hello and welcome to Money FM. Hi, thanks for having me. It's like you're right back here in Singapore. <laughs> I hope every relative, <laughs> I hope every relative in Singapore is tuning in right now. Eliza, talk to us about what's happening in Melbourne now. You're a number of weeks into the second lockdown after that huge spike happened. What's what's the situation currently across Victoria State? So there are actually two separate lockdowns happening in Victoria at the moment. So in Melbourne, we've currently got the, apparently they're the strictest restrictions anywhere in the world currently. Yeah, we have a curfew from 8 p.m. to 5 a.m. We have a five-kilometer travel limit. You can only leave your home to exercise once a day for an hour. Only one person per household per day can go shopping. And there are really only four reasons to leave your house. So essential shopping, exercise for that one hour that I mentioned, permitted work if you can't work from home, and if you're giving care or seeking medical treatment. But on that point, Eliza, the lockdown positively does seem to be working, doesn't it? You're a couple of weeks into stage four restrictions, as you mentioned, the strictest, strictest measures in the world. But the numbers seem to be dropping slightly. Is that correct? Yeah, no, it's actually dropped a lot. So we peaked at about 725 new cases on the 5th of August, so about two and a half weeks ago. And today we only have 182. So it's the second day in a row of cases less than 200, which is pretty amazing. And how is the, the death toll? Because although your infection rates are dropping, I did feel that the daily infection rates versus the number of deaths, the deaths seem to be quite high because I think most of those were in aged care facilities. Is, is that right? Yeah, unfortunately, we've had quite a few aged care outbreaks, and that's still a pretty big problem. Like, there's quite a few aged care residents and staff infected. The death toll is sort of stabilizing a little bit. We've got 13 deaths today. But, you know, as the cases go down, we should see the deaths go down, too. Some of the big businesses have been complaining in recent days and urging a swift reopening of state borders even though, you know, the state authorities are are saying, hey, we can't be complacent, but they are obviously crying out loud about the economic impact. What is the mood there between government, business, and and private citizens all wanting to get rid of COVID-19 or or tamp it down, but yet trying to keep the economy going in some way? Yeah, it's very much a struggle. So with stage four, majority of the businesses are closed. Mm. I think that the level of community transmission that we're seeing in, in Melbourne specifically, this is my opinion, I feel like most people get why everything has to be shut down. It was pretty ridiculous. Like in stage three, we had clothing stores open. Like this is not essential, I guess. So yeah, it's it's a really difficult line to balance, um, but I think we're doing it the right way. And what is the mood generally? Because as you say, they are the most strictest lockdown measures on the planet currently. What is the general mood? I know that, you know, the Australians have that wonderful concept of mateship, where everybody gets mucks in together and there's a very communal atmosphere in times of crisis. What is the general mood around Melbourne at the moment? Honestly, we're a little bit sad, <laughs> but I think it has been a pretty miserable winter. Like it's oh, Of course, it's your it's winter. I forgot. Yes, it's your winter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so like the way I see it, 
I would rather be locked in north in winter than have it continue into summer. But yeah, I mean, it's really tough when you see people in like Sydney and Brisbane living their lives, enjoying the sunshine, and you know, it's miserable. (laughs) And everyone's, yeah, everyone's just a little bit sad. There's also a personal element for yourself, isn't there? You know, it's it's had a bearing upon your own family, I believe, in Singapore and your wedding. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. So my husband and I eloped in February. We got married in New Zealand, but we were going to have a big family wedding reception in March. And it just so happened that the borders started closing a few days before our reception. So people had to like hardly cancel their flights and change their plans. So that's kind of on hold for now. And then we're we're just kind of waiting and seeing what happens. Eliza, has there been any uh, follow-up to the first outbreak was in that that tower block of, of people that were under quarantine? And it was the security guards and some others, I believe, that were accused of, of sharing cigarettes and, and, and other things happening that, that started this most recent major outbreak. Has there been any kind of an investigation or has anybody been held accountable for that initial uh, kind of re-sparking of the COVID-19 crisis in Melbourne? Yeah, that's a really timely question. So over the past week, we've had an independent inquiry looking into our hotel quarantine. Mm -hmm. So the allegations are that the security guards and the workers at these, you know, quarantine hotels were um, underprepared. There were allegations of, you know, shenanigans. Shenanigans. Um, So all that is going on. (laughs) Yes. Because they were some, some people were getting together, right, and actually you know, having intimate relations, as I had understood it. Yeah, that, that is, um, that's definitely one of the rumors going around. Mm. I think one of the security guards said that they were given a mask and a single glove for their shift. So, yeah, all of that is kind of going on at the moment, and we'll just have to wait and see. I'm just thinking, yeah. what, uh, we'll what are they? see what they hand down. Are they Michael Jackson impersonators, <laughs> these security guards? What <laughs> single glove? Single velvet, you know, sparkling, and a fedora hat. And a correct. glove. Oh, my word. <laughs> well, I mean, seeing as we're Seeing as we are talking about the quirky elements, you know, I lived in Australia for five years. That's where I met you originally. I know Australians, they don't necessarily like being told what to do. And of all the countries in the world, I think they've had some of the more quirkier incidents of lockdown. What should we call it? Infringement, shall we say. What have been a couple of the quirkier ones that you've come across? So we had a $26,000 birthday party. This is during stage three before the curfew came in, but you weren't meant to visit your friends. This group of people had a birthday party and they decided to go to KFC at about 1.30 in the morning and they ordered, you know, 20 meals. So these paramedics who happened to be there got suspicious and the police followed these people back to their house and found a group of people hiding in the backyard. So it was a very expensive birthday party. So so they were fined? They were fined? They were fined, yeah. Wow. I think it's about a $1,300 fine each, yeah. Hedge $26,000. <laughs> and, and, and I was reading somewhere that you were saying that someone got into trouble because of a butter chicken meal. Yes, that's correct. There was a man who drove 32 kilometers for a butter chicken. <laughs> and there is kind of a happy ending to this story, even though he was breaking the law. The restaurant has actually offered him a whole year of free curries. <laughs> <laughs> See, that would only happen in Australia. That would only happen in Australia. Well, maybe you better get to know him, huh? You can share some of that free curry, you and your husband. <laughs> Thank you for being with us today. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg. 
or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.